Well, we're now going to take a few minutes to uh, spend some time thinking about the passage that we heard earlier on this morning from James chapter 1 and think about what uh, God might be saying to us through uh, this passage this morning. But before we go any further, we're going to just spend a moment praying that uh, it will be God who speaks through this passage as we come and look at it together now. So let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word and we thank you for the way that you speak within, uh, uh, throughout it. And so Lord, now as we pause, we pray that you would come and that you would speak. Would you open our, our ears? Would you open our hearts? May your spirit be moving as we hear that all that you have to say to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I wonder how you felt about that pause. I imagine that some of you might have found such a long pause quite awkward and confusing. Why had I suddenly stopped speaking? Others of you might have thought that there was suddenly some kind of technical issue as you went scrambling around the internet trying to work out whether your router was working or whether your speakers were working. Had Zoom suddenly gone broken and frozen? Uh, why was it that everything had suddenly gone quiet? Maybe some of you are worried that I'd forgotten what I was going to say. Maybe some of you even quite liked it that finally I decided to be quiet for a change. Regardless of how you found this pause, it strikes me that we are often not very good at pausing. We're not very good at quietening ourselves. I know that this is true for me and I'm sure that, it's, that I am not the only one who recognises this. And over the last few months, we've had an enforced pause. Certainly at the start of lockdown, it was amazing to be able to go outside and see and hear just how quiet the world had become. And in that moment, we were able to hear things that might have previously gone unnoticed with all the noise and all the life of the world surrounding us. Last week, in the midst of the heightened tensions around racial equality, Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, was asked his view about what was happening in America. And I don't know if you saw this interview, but Justin Trudeau's response was full of wisdom. And unlike so many politicians that we so often see in our world, that as they're asked these difficult questions, they just fire back with a, a, an answer that they got pre-prepared. Having been asked such an important, loaded and emotional question, Justin Trudeau didn't respond with just an answer. But instead he stopped and he paused. Just like me a few minutes ago, he paused for 21 seconds without saying a word before finally responding to the question. Justin Trudeau took a moment to be disciplined. He took a moment to think, to reflect, 
to check himself, to act with integrity before answering that question. I love the book of James. And one of the reasons that I love this book is that it is a deeply practical book. It's a book all about action. And I like to be a a person who takes action. It's my natural DNA. But the beauty of this passage is the wisdom that James teaches us. Sometimes the best way to take action, the best thing to do is to stop. It's to pause. Sometimes the best way that we can listen to God, the best way that we can follow God, is by stopping and pausing and listening to him. And so this morning we're going to take a few moments to think and pause that we might be able to listen to God's word together and look at how we might be able to live a life of faith with integrity as we listen to him. We need to get better at listening. I certainly know that I need to get better at listening and I don't know whether you think you're a good listener or not um, but even those of us who consider ourselves good listeners I'm sure would recognise that there is always space for us to get better, for us to be able to listen more to one another. If you're not sure if you're a good listener and you're watching this with someone this morning, why not just uh, take a moment to, to ask them, am I a good listener? And see what their response is. You might be surprised to know that Rachel's response to how good I am at listening is maybe not as, in, as encouraging as I might like it to be. And one of the reasons that I'm maybe not as good at listening as I should be, is that Rachel always seems to decide to talk to me when I'm in the middle of doing something else or focus on something else. And I have to confess this morning that I am a man and that I am a man who struggles to do two things at once. And so no matter how much I love Rachel, no matter how much I want to listen to her, no matter how much I want to hear what she has to say, When Rachel speaks to me whilst I'm in the midst of doing something else, no matter what she says, it often goes in one ear and then out the other. We need to get better at listening. And we see this in our world today. We need to get better at listening to people with experiences and backgrounds that are different to ours. We need to get better at listening and being aware of people of different races. We need to get better at listening to differences of opinion. We need to get better at listening to those who lead us. We need to get better at listening to the the experts and the insights that they have to share that are so valuable and worth listening to. James is clear in this passage that to grow in our faith, we need to practice the discipline of listening well. James is clear that to live a life of faith with integrity, we first of all need to listen. And on the face of it, this discipline can seem so simple, 
and yet how difficult it can often be to just apply the skill and the discipline of listening to our lives. James wants us to be quick to listen, to be slow to speak, to be slow to get angry. And as we seek to be quick to listen, as we seek to slow our tongues and slow our reactions, it means that listening with integrity means that we need to be disciplined in setting our pace. So often we can be quick to speak and to share our mind. So often we can be quick to respond emotionally to a situation or to something that we have heard. But James tells us that we need to be slow to do these things. And the only way that we're going to be able to be slow to do these things is by becoming disciplined. And as we become disciplined, it's then that we will be able to develop our our listening skills that we might be able to be quick to listen. James reminds us of an important life skill in this passage. But not only do we need to listen well, but we also need to consider who and what it is that we are listening to. The whole thrust of what James is getting at in this passage and throughout his book is about encouraging God's people to be the people that God has called us to be. He's not just saying that if you listen to your wife, your marriage will get better. He's not just saying that if you listen and uh, to others in the community around you, your relationships and your community will get better. Although I'm sure this will help and I would want to encourage us all to listen to people around us, especially at this moment in time. But ultimately, James is calling us in this passage to listen to God. If we are to grow in righteousness, if we are to live a life of faith with integrity, then the only way that we're going to know what pleases God and what is right to God is by listening to him. And there are countless voices that we can listen to in our world today. Some of these voices are good and helpful and others are less so. But even the good and helpful voices can never compare to listening to the will of God and the word of God. Listening with integrity requires discipline. And discipline requires us to manage our pace. It requires us to slow that we might be quick to listen. This morning, how is your pace? Do you pause to listen or are you quick to speak? Do you pause to listen or are you quick to react and to get angry? And as you pause to listen, what is it that you are listening to? Are you listening to your friends? Are you listening to your social media feed? Are you listening to your employers? Are you listening to the news uh, and to our politicians? None of these things are inherently wrong, but if that is all that we are listening to, then we are never going to fully grasp how to make the most of living this life of faith that we have found 
in God. To make the most of life, to live a life of faith with integrity, we need to pause and we need to listen to God. And so this week, can I invite you again to take some time to pause, to slow your pace and to adjust your focus. And as you pause, as you listen to God, not only will you hear him in that moment, but in that moment, you'll also grow in integrity as you live a life of faith, as you seek to to hear what God is saying to you and apply it to your life. But it's important for us to recognise that James doesn't just tell us to stop and to pause in order to be able to listen with integrity in this passage, but rather he wants us to listen and then to act. I have to confess that sometimes, even when I listen to Rachel and I do hear what she says, I don't always do what she's asked me to do. I've never quite understood this throughout our throughout our marriage, but uh, when Rachel asks me to put the washing out or to do a job or to do the washing up or to do something for the boys and I don't do it, she gets quite annoyed and I can't quite understand why. I'm glad that James is much wiser than I am. James recognised that listening with integrity goes further than just hearing what is being said but it also involves us acting upon what we have heard and the first way that James encourages us to act to take action as we hear is to first examine ourselves in verse 21 James tells us that if we want to grow to be the people that God wants us to be The first action that we need to take is to let go of and discard of anything that is not right within us. And let me be clear here, this applies to all of us. All of us somewhere by our own very human nature have some of this moral filth as James calls it within us today. We may not like to hear it. We might not like to acknowledge it. We might not even be uh, aware of it. But we need to be aware of our faults and our failures. And again, in our culture at this time, how important it is for us to acknowledge our faults, to acknowledge our failings. As we become aware of our faults, though, it is easy for us to feel guilty, to be full of disappointment at our brokenness, to become discouraged. But please hear me today, no matter what your faults are, no matter how many mistakes you have made, no matter how broken you feel, God still loves you just where you are today. But not only does God love you, but God has also started the process of restoration within you. Through Jesus, as he died on the cross, all our sin and all our shame has been taken away. Each one of us has faults. 
Each one of us has our own issues that we are seeking to deal with. But Jesus is restoring us to be the people that we were created to be. And the first step along that path of restoration is acknowledging our need for Jesus. But once we have examined ourselves, once we've acknowledged our need for Jesus, James encourages us to go further still. James warns us to not just go to be people who look in a mirror and then walk away unchanged having seen who we are. But instead, he, encour he encourages us to remember what we see in ourselves and to continue to seek to follow the good and perfect way that God is calling us to leave or, or to lead as we live our lives. Listening with integrity requires action. Not only do we need to examine ourselves, but we also need to seek to live good and righteous lives. And if you don't know what that word righteous means, it's not a word that we often use these days. It simply means to live life as God intended. It means to live a life that loves God above any other. It means, uh, and it means to live a life where we love others above ourselves. And how easy it is for us to put something else above God. How easy it is for us to put ourselves above other people. A righteous life means that we need to live with justice, to live with mercy, to live with humility throughout our lives. Listening with integrity requires more than just hearing what is said. It means being prepared to act. And so this week, may we not only listen, but may we act on what we hear. May we examine ourselves. May we live a life of righteousness as Jesus has demonstrated to us. As we listen with integrity, it is then when God will show up and move. And as God moves, he will bring his transformation through us that we could have never imagined possible on our own. And finally, the ultimate way to listen to integrity, to live a life of faith with integrity, is to be authentically true to who we are in Jesus and to embrace his transformation in our lives. In verse 26 to 27, James issues us another warning. Being religious, he says, is not just about who we consider ourselves to be. Being religious is about authentically demonstrating Jesus in our lives. Faith is not just a status, it is an action. It needs to be demonstrated in the way that we live our lives. When we encounter Jesus, we, need, we find a new way of living and our whole lives are transformed. As we encounter Jesus, the depth of his love, the depth of his grace that takes us in all our brokenness and loves us and restores us all the same flows out into our lives. 
when we experience just how good and generous and gracious Jesus is, we will seek to follow his example and demonstrate his goodness and his generosity and his grace to the people that are around us. This authentic living is only possible when we listen to Jesus and we know who he is. It's only possible when we open ourselves to the spirit of God moving and working within us. Jesus is far more than just a moral ideology that we might like to support our politics. Jesus is not just a person that people like me can all unite around on a Sunday and we all feel comfortable together in our unity. Jesus is not just a good teacher. Jesus is love, even to the loveless. Jesus is sacrificial even to those who don't deserve it. Jesus is humble even in all of his majesty. And Jesus invites you and me to not only know and to receive from him, but he also invites us to be changed by him and to live a life that is defined not just by our own character, but by his character moving within us. Listening with integrity has the power to transform relationships. In what can often seem like a hopeless situations around, throughout our world and throughout our lives, uh, God can still bring transformation even just by listening. But that transformation starts with us and it starts as we listen to Jesus. I believe that our world can be changed. I believe that God has already and all, I believe that God has changed our world and I believe that God is continuing to change our world for good even in this moment. But for this transformation to truly take hold, we need to listen with integrity. We need to pause. We need to act on what we hear, that we might live as Jesus has called us to live with integrity today. Sometimes the best way to act is to stop and to pause and to listen. So may we again today commit to listening with integrity that we might hear what God has to say to us, that we might see his transformation in our lives and throughout our world. Let's pray together. And Lord, as we take a moment to pray, we take a moment to pause. Lord, we open our hearts again to you. We open our hearts to the moving of your spirit. And Lord, we pray that you would come and that you would speak to us. Lord, may we hear you. Lord, as we hear you, may you give us the courage to act. Show us the areas within ourselves where we need to improve. 
where we are broken, where we are sinful. Show us the opportunities where we can take action to show your love, to show your grace, to share your hope and life throughout our lives. And Lord, we pray that you will continue to equip us and encourage us to authentically follow the example that you have set for us, that we might truly see your transformation in our lives, we pray. Amen.